because we're back again for another week, Mike. Didn't want to give you too much uh, preparation, but we're starting because we were waiting on me. Yeah, well, I, you know, I made a lot of claims about what time I would be here and ready, and I wasn't. You were here an hour and a half before you said you wanted to start. Well, and I'm the, never the, ready to start well, when you want to start. You could say the perfect time for me, and I'd still wait a half hour I said for whatever 12, reason. I said 12.30, and then I, I was home at 11, and then I immediately left again. Okay. But, but I ran four and a half miles. You did. You I did. walked some of that. I probably walked maybe a quarter of that I walked. Not a quarter, not a quarter mile. I don't know. Maybe the, the equivalent of about three avenue blocks. Either way, uh, my uh, average pace is creeping up back towards 10 minutes, and I can't, I can't live with it. I I thought about running this weekend. I did like exercise, but I can't like I I get foot problems. I can't run. I can't go out and run four miles. Well, first of all, I don't have any sort of the lungs for it. Like one mile would be enough for me. But either way, you gotta like, build it up. My I just my feet would just hurt all the time if I ran like that. It's just not good for me. You gotta get in. Uh, you gotta get. You gotta go run on that thing they have at the Nike store that tells you uh, uh, what sort of like. Or, or, or actually, there are a couple different running stores that would give you like custom uh, insoles that would. Uh, I should check that out. It'd be worth looking into. I don't I, know what they cost, but I know that uh, they can like study your gait. As we, as as I've gotten older, like you start to think, like what is the shit that's going to be with me forever? Like mm-hmm. what shit is just never going to get better for me? And as I get older, like fast forward fifty years of my life, like I can totally see it was just like my feet, just like my plantar fasciitis is awful. It hurts too bad. I can't stand up. Like I could totally so like if that meant I had to spend one hundred and twenty dollars on some insoles right now <laughs> that I could have for five or six years, like I would totally do that. Let's see. But I'm also worried about the thing Am that I... Am I willing to be wheelchair-bound in... 50 years. 50 years. I mean... 40 years? I don't think we're any of us are making it to fi- uh, 50 years from now. 80. I got an outside shot. I got a decent shot at 80. 81 years old. And all of my grandparents lived to see at least 81. All right. Well, so genetically, sure. Yeah. Um, we'll see We'll see if the uh, anywhere along the coastline is inhabitable. We may all be living in the central Canada. Uh, well, that's fine. I mean, I'll move quick. That's fine. I don't know. I'm, I'm nimble. Well, you're going to have to find a new line of work. I don't know if uh, with if with the collapse of um, civilization. Well, see, here's the thing, Mike. Most of the coasts are going to die, and when they die, the middle class is back, baby. Oh, you know, a I lot of jobs, that. and that's that's who I really need. I just need the middle class to buy their kids gymnastics we're gonna dra- classes. We're gonna the rich dra- people are already doing it. Oh, I just drown, got my right We're going to drown the elites in, in boiling seawater. Um, be in denial up until the very last second. Uh, I don't know. Also, well, I mean, gymnastics. As uh, um, if we all have to switch back to a sort of hunter gatherer sort of life. I mean, uh, in a way, you could pivot your skills. Into uh, training how to, um, you know, avoid. Um, I could help people climb trees, Mike. You could help people climb trees. You could help uh, people get away from uh, UN security forces that are sent over <laughs> here to uh, to keep America under control. Yeah, the one, be, when the the one world government, the the leading uh, Antifa aerobics instructor they're trying they they don't want to they don't want to put us back on the gold standard brendan just doing some half remembered libertarian talking points from 10 years ago oh how bad did all of those libertarian presidential how bad do they all look now 
point is libertarianism is a gateway into child sex abuse. Um, and I, we can uh, pivot that right into uh, two uh, two stories that we have. You actually started telling me to, like, whenever somebody says, a, like, a libertarian or they're defending their beliefs in any sort of, like, hard way, to start just asking them about the uh, age of consent. And I got to tell you, I've gotten to execute that a couple times, and it's really, really good. It's really fucking funny to see how these people talk about like a market and like freedom of whatever, and just like, okay, so what do you? How do you feel about what the should, age of consent? What should the age of consent be? Well, we're gonna let the markets determine that. <laughs> yeah. Start with the, the screaming yeah, man we're gonna start that with I screaming hate. Mets man because that's already loaded and ready. This is a Mets fan who's very mad after what day's loss up. Uh, May 29th, May 30th. This was posted on the 30th. I don't know if it was that day or the day before, but take a listen. 8-3! 8-3! 3 We were up. Cruising along. Lock. Then all of a sudden, 8-5. Then we bring in our ace, our closer. Shut the door. Edward Diaz. 8-5. Home run. Home run. Double, double. We lose. We lose. Edward Diaz, you can suck my dick. Biggie Callaway, you're a fucking loser. I'll tell you right now, Will Fitz, Jeff, I fucking hate you. It's a dumpster fire. We're lighting everything on fire right fucking now. He is doing just that. He's trying. Yeah, it doesn't go very well. It's barely on fire. Um, very uh, uh, standard uh, Long Island. Uh, you can hear a plane going over. Woo! 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 Fuck you, Diaz! Fuck you, Diaz! Fuck your mother! Fuck your daughter! Fuck your wife! I do like it a lot. I like that he goes shirtless in the middle, and he's he shouldn't. Uh, all right, a few things. I wrote about this guy uh, on Friday. Oh, you did. For one. He is, uh, he's the real life inspiration for, uh, Al Pacino's character in Two for the Money. So he's... That was the Matthew McConaughey movie, right? Uh, I don't know. The gambling movie? It was a gambling movie. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so if you're a uh, real life inspiration for a Pacino character, you are immediately Long Island royalty, and this behavior will be encouraged for the rest of his life. He will never have to apologize for this. Um... But here, I'll, I'll go down my list of uh, things that I made here. Uh, the blown save occurred somewhere around 1.30 a.m. There is a 0% chance this man can stay awake for an entire West Coast baseball game. I have This guy uh, reeks of someone who's asleep on the couch by 9.30. Oh, absolutely. So he, the, I think he woke up, saw this on SportsCenter, and then got this mad. Because I otherwise... Oh, he's got two, like, official Mets jerseys, so, like... I, I do agree with your point, but just for argument's sake, just like I could also just see this guy being obsessed. Well, one he was burning a Matt Harvey jersey, so there's oh, no no big. I couldn't tell. I the first he... one he burned was I think, I think he burned the I think I think it's the ground one that he's wearing that he rips off, but the one that's already in there is a is a Harvey jersey. So he was never going to wear that again anyway. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Was, I didn't know. <laughs> so, continue. Um. Then uh, for also the even the Degromlin that he's wearing, I can't tell if there's like a patch on the sleeve that um, you know makes it uh, the, from like one eight hundred flowers dot com or whoever sponsored it, but that's possible as well. This could have been one that he got for free. It's hard to tell. Yeah, there's something on the sleeve, but yeah, it's not a it's not a well made Mets jersey. So that's the so those are the those are the first. He's uh, hopping uh, around. That's my first thing. Second, to call the Mets a dumpster fire and then uh, not burn a dumpster but a Rubbermaid trash bin, um, it doesn't effectively communicate your, your message. 
And um, he and as I mentioned, he couldn't really light them on fire. It doesn't look very good. He's got uh, no like he could have filled that thing up with uh, some old newspaper, some other oily rags. Also, he's doing it. It is in itself a flammable container. You can melt that garbage can. Oh, so, so you can't, will melt it. Yeah. So you can't really get a a good fire going in it. Yeah, well, when you're doing one of these, I imagine what you're looking for is, yeah, the flames to really pop. And that takes a little bit of preparation. This guy just, like, put a lighter to a jersey and expected something to happen. And it's like, no, you, I want this already wet with lighter fluid. Yeah, that's... Some he, prep. He should have been ready. I guess that's the part of the issue when it comes to burning the one you're already wearing. But he could have soaked the Harvey jersey first. Yes, because that did not... If that were already on fire and he put the other one in there... Then we're talking, but the Harvey jersey barely went up. But I think, I, I really don't think he was awake for this. I think he saw it, and, or, or even if he did, that means he slept on it, got up, and then went out in the yard and did this. He wants those likes. Um, Serotonin. Also, the this happened after the, the Mets had that uh, all-hands all meeting um, and, and press conference where they announced that Mickey Calloway was not being fired, but Jonas Cespedes definitely broke his ankle. And everyone said, like, well, here, this is the most Mets thing possible. But since then, they've been fine. Uh, they've actually fallen off in the last couple days. But I think that had the Mets won that game against the Dodgers, that would have had them eight and two in their last 10. The all of the all the rage feels a little misplaced uh, right there. It dropped them to seven and three on over the last, like the last ten. And, but again, it is a bad loss to blow a you know uh, to blow a five run lead. Uh, Are the Mets five hundred? Uh, they're twenty eight and thirty one right now. Okay, they've, but uh, they've also no. That's in range. That's not Jersey burning raid range. No, honestly, for the Mets, they're five ga- They're they're five games out of the division. Yeah. Four out four out of the wild card, which. At this point in the season, is fine. Yeah, no, you don't. You should, we're not burning jerseys for this yet. So um, but this is why you should be cautious whenever your team trades for a big closer. Closers notoriously, I mean, situation and stadium matter every bit as much as anything else. Yeah, uh, it's not um, there's, unless there's you're like very few that are. Yeah, you know, oh, they're never going to let you down. There's like three or four that I would like actively be excited to have. And everybody else is just like, yeah, we got, we got it. He's a decent closer, but he's, he's a fucking closer. He's an AL saves leader last year, but even yeah. then it's just, uh, it's, I mean, that means the Mariners were just in that many three run games. Like they could have just as easily like not, you know? Yeah. Could have yeah. won by four, you know? So in addition to that, um, yeah, I, he's still been, pretty good this year there, there have been some blown saves there have been some games where he's looked completely untouchable yeah there was he's that, a good pitcher there was the one you and i watched it was the uh, mets phillies game uh where he came out and uh it was just unbelievable uh speaking of this I said all the, I, all of his pitches looked like they were going 200 miles an hour it was ridiculous speaking of this did you see any of scherzer yesterday i did not scherzer went eight innings and he struck out 15 and he was at i believe 114 pitches in uh, the eighth with two outs and the manager came out to get him. And just like, as soon as the manager came out of the dugout, he's screaming, no. And then he's just like fighting with the manager on the mound. And the manager kept him in to finish the eighth inning. And the next guy up was Joey Votto. And he struck Joey Votto out on three pitches, looking at all of them. Unbelievable. How good that guy is. Yeah. Three pitches, all looking after his coach tried to just un- un- fucking believable. 
uh, pitching with quite a lot of rage. Uh, the Mets' expected win loss right now is twenty-seven and thirty-two, and they're they're so they're outperforming that ever what's so slightly. What's the what's the Phils? Uh, Phillies are at thirty-three and twenty-six, and their expected is thirty-two and twenty-seven. So uh, it's about within range. I wonder who's wildly outperforming their expected wins. Check out the Mariners. The Reds' expected win loss is thirty-three and twenty-six, and they're twenty-seven and thirty-two. That's six and sixteen. Yeah, that's uh, that's a, a big difference there. Um. The Pirates are over. They're five games ahead of their uh, projection. Dodgers are two games ahead of theirs. Padres are uh, four wins ahead. Arizona, four behind. And even the the lowly Giants are uh, have more wins than their projections show. Um, the Mariners are ex- actually exactly at their projection of 25 and 37. <laughs> That's funny. And any others interesting? Detroit's three games better. Baltimore. How about the Rays? Um, no, the Rays. Uh, they're expected is thirty-seven twenty, and they're thirty-five and twenty-two. Hmm. So nobody's is that wildly different or that interesting. All right, we're gonna keep it. With I baseball. guess at this point, there's enough of a sample size that you can adjust it. You know, you can, or, I mean, well, what is like? Or you can only I out, guess you like, can only outperform it for so long. Like, um, you know, when a, it's like Babbitt. A, a couple months ago, when uh, when uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer took over at Man United. And they went on this like, outrageous, unbeaten run, and then someone's just like, "They are, they are wildly outperforming their um, expected goals scored, and um, the other teams are not, like the expected goals conceded." So like this will come crashing down, and then it absolutely did, and they ate shit so hard for like the last month and a half of the season. They were awful. Those are the good ones to predict. I was. Uh, like using Babip, where she's like, this guy's batting four or fifty. Is Babip is like two hundred points higher than it usually is? Like this guy's gonna crash, or the or the opposite, where you're like, nothing this guy hits is finding the ground. Uh, buy low. Those are my favorite ones. Babip is is a fun stat. Yeah, not that predictive, but like it's the luck statistic. Like how lucky are you getting right now? I've never been lucky in my life. <sighs> no arguments here. Um, so. This week, there was a talk about uh, surrounding all of Major League Baseball and Nets uh, that popped back up because a kid got hit. Yeah. Um, and uh, this guy doesn't doesn't seem to want Nets and isn't very happy with Keith Law for suggesting that it was okay. So uh, we got Chris Kay who says, so you're adding netting around the entire field then, right? Do you know how many people sit in home run territory and don't pay attention? Exit velocity over 100 miles per hour. How about you get off your phone and enjoy the game? Pay attention. Know the circumstances and be prepared. Um, to which Chris Keith Law said, this is the worst argument. No one pays attention every second of a game, ever. It's a passive activity. And if you are paying attention, a 114-mile-per-hour liner towards your face is going to hit your face at 114 miles per hour, no matter what kind of a hero you think you are, which is a pretty good response. Um, and then the final uh, part of this little argument was, you ever heard of a glove? There must be a ton of heroes out there. I've seen plenty of people catch the ball with one of those. Even first-time ball boys and girls are at 114 miles per hour. I've also seen people catch them barehanded. So this guy just doesn't really want to doesn't really want to entertain the idea of nets. Are they arguing for nets in the outfield? I, I can't imagine the outfield. Because, like, you know, even what... Uh where is like exit velocity is clocked like right off the bat, you know, yeah. like that ball's not going 114 miles an hour by the time it reaches the outfield. It's going much slower. And if a ball is going over the outfield fence, everyone's watching it because that gets everyone's attention. The dangerous ones are the sharp fouls, you know? Yeah. Because they're, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, not t- as much time to react. It's a tighter angle. You don't have time to react. 
you don't have the rest of the stadium going like, oh, like to get your uh, you know attention because you know somebody hits one, it looks like a home run's going out. People start standing up and all that, and you start looking around for it. Um, but on a foul ball, nobody really says anything until it hits you. Uh, I would also like to the the guys who are convinced that uh, that they could stop a uh, 114 mile an hour uh, line drive foul ball. Um, I would I would like to ask them what they would have done if they were on the plane on 9/11. You know what they would have done. I know what they would have done. Would have made a plan. They would have landed that thing. <laughs> they did pretty they good, but then nobody every- really tried to land it. Uh, no, I'm not. I don't mean uh, flight 93. I mean uh, any of them. I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know. Could what you're have, uh, um, could still have one tower standing if only this fucking guy uh, had been on the plane. I'm still waiting on a long distance call that never comes. You meant it when you said it. Yes, you meant it when you said it. You were All right, so did you see the streaker at the Champions League? Uh, she's not a streaker. She was clothed. Everybody's just been calling it streaking. Does, do you, have, know, do you have to be naked for it to be streaking? Pitch invader. Pitch invader, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be a streaker, I think you have to be, uh, I think you have to be nude. Nude. Uh, so uh, for a change, a uh, pretty lady was a streaker. What would you think? Uh, I think... Uh, apparently, her boyfriend also did this during the 2014 World Cup. Yeah, and they, I think they're. Uh, I think they're both terrible YouTube people. Someone started a motor of some sort outside my window. He runs a website, uh, and he was promoting. She was promoting that. It's uh, VitaliUncensored.com, which uh, has been promoted as uh, wild pranks, tits and ass, no rules. Uh, I think that she is like a. She's going to be doing some speech in 20 years about how she was abducted into a cult. This guy seems like a maniac. Uh, Slapped her on the ass as soon as she got out of prison. She was still wearing a little jumpsuit. Oh, well. Yeah, luckily, the the place to do this is Spain, because if the if she'd done this in America, she'd have been shot dead. Um, or some extremely uh, sunburnt-necked uh, uh, off-duty cop would have absolutely collapsed her throat. I support people running on the field, um, but whenever there, it's to promote. Uh, if it's to promote anything, no. You, I want you to do it for the 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 pure joy of it. Oh boy, listen doing this. it as a stunt to promote your boyfriend's uh, dumb fuck prank site. By the way, the the way that every prank should end is if the with the person pulling the prank being murdered. And I made it sound like just murdering people in the street was bad when police do it, and it is. But if you are like a YouTube prank guy. Um, we can't get rid of you fast enough. Vitaly Uncensored vows wild pranks, tits and ass, no rules. And uh, in a video promoting the site, he promises pranks on another level, something you've never seen before. Way too explicit for YouTube. He continues, when censors tell me no, I say fuck them. Damn, dude. (laughs) Yeah, me too, buddy. He's saying what all the other prank guys won't. He seems to be the most extreme prank guy. Uh, which again, which raises the possibility, yeah, <laughs> reaching for a reaching for an officer's service weapon prank. <laughs> Do it. Okay, yeah. Going to Penn Station wrapped in a, a a bomb vest prank. 
Do Nobody it. else is going. Do there. it, Vitaly. Nobody. If else you want to prove there. you're the most dark and twisted psycho god online, please wear a bomb vest around Grand Central. It'll be so funny. I promise you. Just laughing as they come yeah. in the fucking like, tackle them. Oh my god. That's the thing. This is why I tried to... I got you. I tried to goad ISIS into killing Trevor Noah that one time. <laughs> um, but this is the same thing. I want to goad Vitaly uncensored into being murdered by, by police. It's extremely important to me that... Uh, don't Make sure he doesn't listen to the first part, okay? When I said that, and I'll say again, Vitaly... The way you can prove that you are the prank master is by wearing a mock bomb vest and going into Grand Central really whenever. I was going to say during rush hour, but I think anytime. Just whenever, yeah. Actually, the less people, the better, because you're going to get, there's going to be better angles on the, on, on, for all that stuff. Yeah, I want and eyes like, on you immediately. Imagine how crazy it's going to be when they surround you with with guns and then you just go it's just a prank it's just a prank you'll say the wild pranks seem to me like they're just like girls taking their shirts off at times you don't expect them to like this guy's clearly surprised that his cab driver is a hot lady with no shirt it's like pranked got pranked you got fucking owned uh you can't see anything on vitaly uncensored unless you uh join now which is just not going to happen I'm going to I'm going to make sure that uh this guy is murdered by This guy? Uh yeah, I'm going to make sure that he's murdered by police. The one person the one time I uh, support way over the top police brutality is when it happens to this guy when he's pulling a prank. All right, we're going to check out the Barstool Military podcast now. This is uh an interview with Republican Congressman Duncan Hunter from the uh what is this called? Zero Blog 30 uh, Barstool. And he, he Shit did. name. Yeah, it's not great. It's from the Dismal Tide, do better. Our name rules. So I'm going to play this, and he they're talking about a, uh, a guy who's being... Uh, Eddie Gallagher. I don't know if he's already been convicted or he's on trial, but for, uh, I believe, just flat-out war crimes. And Duncan Hunter defends him, and he asks if he should be accountable for similar war crimes. And you, you be the judge and take a listen. To help a guy out like that, if even if everything that the prosecutors say is true in this case, um, then you know uh, Eddie Gallagher should still be given a break. I think. Even so, you're saying even if he did like take a knife to the throat of this yeah. ISIS fighter, yeah. Even though that goes against our rule, which of I don't war think, which I don't think happened. Yeah, but the but you're saying ISIS is not part of the, and, and I think this this guy was going to die anyway because I've seen the video once again, um, so. But even if you're saying like you don't care that I even would, though that I, goes against, I would the, still support him. Yeah. Wow. I I just feel like it's such a slippery slope, and it goes against our honor so egregiously. If that is the case, and maybe it is or isn't, but I don't know. I just have a hard time. Well, then, then how do you judge me? So I was an artillery officer, and we fired hundreds of rounds into Fallujah. Right. Killed probably hundreds of civilians, if not scores if not hundreds of civilians probably killed women and children if there were any left in the in the city when we invaded so do i get judged too the, it's, that's uh, very uh, different pentagon I came think, out well, i think those things are very different no, collateral because, damage because especially with artillery is part of war and it's not like you were specifically saying hey i know like it's not like you were specifically aiming for those people this is a very different case where it's extremely specific with a, an actual isis fighter who was who was if what the prosecution say is true was killed which we tried to do hours beforehand 
and then died hours after we tried to kill him, but he might have been killed in a way that you don't personally agree with because you say it's against the laws of war, as opposed to artillery um, killings. Right, it's all I mean, just civilian. extremely pedantic argument after that. You got you got the guts. It's kind of, it's 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 so funny to me to have the host of a barstool military podcast be the voice of reason. Yep, and she was. How should you judge him, Mike? Cuz I I know how I'm judging him. Well, um I think she's she's sort of right in that like, yeah, if you're shelling a town, like that does sort of become like, yeah, some people who didn't like yes. flee are are going to die yeah and that is something that you know regrettably is is, has been part of a war forever um however when you say it when you put it in the context of just like yeah uh just whatever happens we're gonna shoot them and if they die they die like and when when you support the other guy's obvious war crimes it does make yours sound a little more on purpose it doesn't really make it sound like an accident <laughs> yeah and again this is also probably not something that we would cover if not for the fact that it happened on a barstool podcast on a barstool podcast i i think that uh if you can get like individual egregious actions like they did like they they've gotten on this guy Gallagher then you go for it and uh, but otherwise like for Duncan Hunter as much as i'd like to throw him in jail it seems like the guy I want is probably above him and above that pay grade, you know? So, like, while I'd love Duncan Hunter in jail, it's probably just his commander I actually want in jail. And Although, he's just following orders. To be fair, I just went on Barstool's uh, Zero Blog 30 page, and the lead story that's still on there from yesterday is Congressman Duncan Hunter tells Zero Blog 30 that his unit, quote, killed probably hundreds of civilians. When, when you so when I was listening to this, and I told you I was going to listen to Zero Blog Thirty, and I immediately just got mad. So I just pretty much fast forward to as close to the Duncan Hunter interview as I can get. By the way, Duncan Hunter, the vaping congressman. I don't know if you remember. Ah, uh, I, I I didn't know by name, but I absolutely know who the vaping congressman is. Um, immediately after, there was probably like in fifteen seconds that it was just the host, and the, the interview was over, and all the hosts were talking back. Like after it happened, there's like, so we were kind of caught in a situation there where we were in this guy's office in Washington D.C., and he said some stuff we really didn't agree with, and like I didn't know, and the the male host who seems to be the lead host as well. Uh, which is like, I didn't know like how hard to press the fact that I didn't agree with him while sitting in a congressman's office. Like it was really uncomfortable. Uh, props to, and I'm sorry, I, I don't remember what her name was. Like props to her, uh, for actually trying to hold his feet to the fire a little bit and saying like what we believe in, but like I froze is basically what they said. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess, you know, I, I wouldn't, I'd have froze. I'd yeah. I also wouldn't have called, I wouldn't call the hosts of zero blog 30 or any barstool uh podcast anything even approaching legitimate journalist no they're podcasters i'm not a journalist either no i look how many barstool podcasts are there uh guess first i want to guess two there's got to be like 20 i was gonna say my my instinct is 25 yeah that was my range 20 25 uh pardon my take has got to go right is that with pft yeah uh yeah i've listened to it once because i'm i think if you want to make an example that's that's the one because um that there it's their job to launder the reputation of uh of barstool so i th- i think if we're gonna if we had to just uh launder <laughs> the reputation is funny so i i think if uh they they need they should be the targets should be going after not forget Portnoy. We should be making these guys' lives hell. 
Yeah, yeah. Portnoy's just the man on the wall. Just, yeah, like, we just, can go for everybody yeah, else. Yeah, just always, just constantly making them apologize for it. Just really, root. Just, just make what they do uh, unbearable. Well, we got some uh, some replies from Draymond Green. They're all kind of the same, but the the general tone is fun. Report from from Bleacher Report: uh, NBA teams moving away from term owner after Draymond Green comments on uh, what's LeBron James the shop LeBron James's show is that what that is I think so because of its perceived racial insensitivity uh, he didn't like the the use of the term term owner and to his point he said like we don't call Bill Gates an owner we don't call we didn't call Steve Jobs an owner they were CEOs um, so as you can imagine the Bleacher Report community was very happy about this all the most well adjusted people. Uh, I actually started a fight with a Bleacher Report person. I just wanted to see what would happen. And it was kind of... It's funny that they, like... He he immediately was just like, uh, you're clearly just one of these people who comes on here to troll. And he was correct about that. But, like, I don't understand why people come on here to oh, com- no. comment. Oh, no. The sanctity of the Bleacher Report comments are are uh, the, are being trolled by uh, by Brendan. Yeah, it really, really sucks. Uh, this is beyond stupid. The owners own the teams. This is a fact. They aren't the CEO. They aren't the chairman. This is one guy complaining and just, fuck. Um, how about horribly lame take, right? The word own comes from slavery. Mm-hmm. Tough guys with sensitivity issues. I've seen women at their time of the month whine less about much greater things than that. Again, oh, that's how you know you're in the right, is when you bring up uh, <laughs> uh, women complaining yeah. on their periods. We need to stop changing things every time someone's feelings get hurt. The rest of the, the, rest of the world is literally laughing at us. He's like, I actually don't. Well, they're uh, laughing at us for Donald Trump. I don't know how much they're laughing at us for the PC stuff. Yeah. Also, who? 35. Yeah, who's wait, who's who, laughing? Who, who, who like tell me what bad man hurt you? I I I well, are are we upset that like some like that Saudi Arabia is just like they let their women drive. Like is it, are are they are these the people we're trying to impress? <laughs> like they're not even executing their homosexuals. <laughs> Um, the mentality needs to change in some respects. Yes, the mentality of some overly sensitive members of the black community needs to change their mentality of making everything about race. Well, um, any more of these that I wanted to read? Breaking news. Ron Darling's thyroid cancer has been stabilized and he's been cleared to return to work. Hey, baby. Welcome back to the booth, Ron. This was actually two hours ago, but whatever. It's good news all the same. Calvin Johnson is next. What about him? Calvin Johnson was asked when he would reconnect with the Lions, and he said, when they put that money back in my pocket, he signed a big, long, like, extension, uh, like, a year or two before he retired, and when he retired, abruptly, much like Barry Sanders, which is actually kind of why I wanted to bring it up, um, 
they asked they like brought him to court or arbitration or something and they made him give back a million bucks which you'd say fair but like looking back on it now uh, unfair shut up also what's a million dollars to the lions right you know so apparently, like, I, I remembered everything about Barry Sanders retiring, but I didn't realize it was exactly the same way that uh, Calvin Johnson retired. Superstar, still in his prime, retires a bit too early after signing a big contract, um, and then leaves on the bad graces of the team and doesn't, like, talk to them or have... So, like, Barry Sanders, for a while, when he was showing up to things, was he wasn't just, like, showing up. He's like, hey, I'm a member of the Lions Hall of Fame. He was on, like, a contract. He was on, like, an appearances contract with them. And uh, it sounds like Calvin Johnson's angling for the same thing. It's always a good sign when your uh, NFL team cannot cannot like maintain a good relationship with its Hall of Famers. Yeah, it uh, shows that extremely uh, petty people involved in management. Uh, again, the Detroit Lions' total cap liabilities uh, of this year are $189 million. Uh, you can round that up to uh, $190 so um, less than one per- they took Calvin Johnson to court over less than one percent of that, uh, which feels extremely petty to do to um, the best receiver in your team's history. Yes, just con. I don't. I don't know how much of the uh, the end of Calvin Johnson's career you rem- you remember, but he was just constantly hurt, and just every game for him was just like this absolute this grit game. Where it's like, oh, he's got two hurt feet and a hurt knee. Somehow he jumped over two cornerbacks and brought in a forty yard touchdown, and you're just like hobbling down back to the sidelines. Like, of course this guy retired. You guys gave him nothing to work with for seven years. Yeah, just made him a target basically for all that time. Yeah. Like, we just need to hit that one guy over and over again, and then uh, it's Stafford's over, got yeah. no one to throw to. He now buys real estate, so, you know, not a poor guy. Uh, but well, I do like I the mean, directness of saying, put that money back in my pocket. I just, uh, yeah, I, I do get that when you, um, yeah, when you retire, you, rather than, you know, get released or whatever, you do have some, you know, you do have to forfeit the rest of that money. <laughs> like, if you, you know, uh, get guaranteed money is one thing. If you get if you get hurt, you know you're still entitled to that. It's not your fault. But if you do choose to stop going to work, uh, it's it's hard to say you should still get paid. Now that does not mean that they should go after you for money that they've already given you. So uh, I don't know the exact details of it, but I'm going to go ahead and say the Lions are wrong uh, based on the fact that uh, everything else we know about the way they run their organization. Yeah. Yep. No. The. the Definitely more that second part. Circumstantial Just, evidence points. Yes, there to, it is. Uh, uh, that, that this is the Lions' fault. All right. Taylor Hall of the New Jersey Devils tweeted out, uh, following the NBA more closely with this Raptors run has really opened my eyes to how great a league it is. There is a real sense of bravado and showmanship that you don't see in other sports. The stars are on display every night, and it's impressive. What a fun little wholesome. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. He's the best. Um, he's, just, he's, he's just a true simpleton, and I love him. He's just a nice boy who wants his boating license. He is. He's just. He's a very nice boy. Okay, I was trying to figure out what, what got lost in the this uh, Mosala. This thing is what not... I connected. I said we had two pedophilia stories. Yeah, uh, and one I didn't comment on the one uh, there uh, because uh, we we sort of got sidetracked. But the uh, the screaming Mets man uh, saying uh, to you can, fuck your mother, fuck your sister, fuck your brother. Yeah, now you can say that. But and in just like a general sense, but when you're doing the pelvic thrusts, it implies that there's a sexual element to it, and is not just said out of just just anger. 
And uh, Edwin Diaz, uh, because I follow his Instagram, I know does not have a daughter. But if he did, uh, she would be four, I'm going to say his son is. So Pretty young. So uh, I, I think yeah, if, when you're going to th- drop daughter in there, you have a responsibility to... Uh, uh, if you're going to drop daughter in there, in the very sexual nature in which you have, I think you should... Um, just if, don't pelvic thrust. If you're gonna say it, if you have to say it, which you don't, but this man did. He had he had to. I think you have a responsibility to check whether or not they would be of age. Again, this is this daughter is purely hypothetical as he doesn't have one, but um again, even if he did, based on Diaz's age, she would be a small child. This brings us to uh, a guy who's unhappy with the way that most Salah's daughter is dressed. It's from uh, your computer. <laughs> from Jay Zamani. Uh, I'm not happy about how Mo Salah dresses up his daughter. He should know better as a Muslim. Uh, hashtag sub Hanawa, uh, something I can't say. Uh, his daughter's dressed like, you know, pretty standard four-year-old, just wearing shorts and a t-shirt or a skirt and a t-shirt. Like, really just standard stuff uh, for me. Yes, uh, she was born in 2014. Not exactly sure uh, exactly what day. Uh, so she's four or five. Um and getting uh, <laughs> and taking this opportunity, just like Mo Salah, uh, Egyptian Champions League winner, Muslim Champions League winner, just like no, 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 none, uh, none of that matters. His daughter's in shorts. What has he done? He look. Mo Salah has a responsibility to keep me, Jay Zamani, from getting horny about his child. If I'm if I'm forced to just start jacking off at this picture of this fully clothed child on a, a football pitch with their dad where, uh, after the Champions League final, that's on him. I can't be held responsible for my actions because Mo Salah didn't put his daughter in a burqa. Just like sigh, just as he like squirts lotion into his hand He's like i didn't do this you did this i wanted to, i made sure to say his name in the middle so no one could just clip me saying that without <laughs> without, without the context of it you know uh, and to to be this guy's been uh, uh roasted for this um by other prominent uh online muslims so uh everyone agrees that he's wrong with the exception of i'm sure there's a few guys no, I, actually, I did scroll through it, and there's a few guys in the replies who are just like, the, the the modesty begins at a young age. She has to know. But it's just like, these are all the psychotic Liverpool fans that are in, you know, Somalia or uh, <laughs> or, or in Indonesia um, who just do not have any exposure to the, uh, the world outside what? of um, their extremely op- oppressive uh, yeah, religious, uh, culture. religious culture that they live in. Um, how much time would you say that Mo Salah like actually spends in Egypt still? I don't know. Because um, that would be an interesting part of it too. Just like, you know, you kind of just want to say like, this guy's made a lot of money in Europe. Like he's not coming back. He's not going to have to deal with people like his neighbors calling out what his daughter's yelling um, or wearing. I'm sorry. What his daughter's wearing. Yeah. He's not going to, uh, and also it's a, you know, different rules for the rich anyway. Uh, I'm sure the uh, even in the the Arab world that if uh, if you've got enough money, your daughter probably dresses however, um, and no one can really do anything about it. Yeah, she goes to her Upper East Side public school. I told you I, I coached uh, 
I coached this kid. He was young. He was like uh, like a second prince's like son from like Bahrain. And he was he was just this kid was so rich that he and he had absolutely no idea of what like anything was because he was like six or seven or something like that. And again, a, a prince's son from Bahrain. Uh, stunned that I didn't live in Manhattan. Was 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 stunned that I didn't have a driver. Was stunned that uh, I only had one house. And well, he has dozens, and he's just like got a house in every city, major city in the world. Uh, just really wild stuff talking to a seven year old like with that kind of money. Yeah, um, just go like, listen, son, uh, your life's, uh, is, it's hell. Nobody <laughs> lives like, like you. Here's the thing, you're, uh, this, it might seem good from a glance, but uh, the, this, this life is a prison. You, you're not going to do anything that you want to do. Yeah, you, you, you're going yeah, to gonna end up drowned by spend, one of your cousins. You're going to have to spend so much time learning some ornate sword dance for a wedding, <laughs> and it's going to be, and, and all you want to do is game. And meanwhile, me, uh, I'm going to smoke weed when I get home. <laughs> I forgot about that kid till this conversation. It kind of makes me sad still. Just so rich. <coughs> I'm joking. I'll water. I've also had a uh, pretty astronomical amount of children uh, threaten to sue me because their parents are lawyers. And for no reason, just saying things like, hey, you are helping me with this thing. Uh, and a kid will just get nervous and either try and be funny or be just is actually genuine trying to be funny and doesn't know what funny is because they're a child or is genuinely a shit and says like if I get hurt I'll sue you and my response to that is always a waiver bitch that's one of the two yeah I always always say that your parents signed a legally binding document that says if you die it's not my fault right I always lead with that not in so many words but I always lead with that and then the, the next one Oh, the next one. The next one I say is, uh, "All right, end of the line for you." I'm like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "I'm not. I can't risk this. Go away. Yeah, I don't want you here." That that is that. That's the way to do it. Or just like, then we're not going to be able to move forward. If you get hurt, you're we're done. Yeah, sorry. That always works. If you're too afraid, <laughs> like that's. I, I think that that's also the immediately putting that pressure on a child yeah, in front of their in front of a bunch of other kids. Like, hey, if you're scared, say so. <laughs> Uh, that works better on you don't want to be that like direct with them because you don't need to be nine times out of ten uh the afraid one tends to make them cry well if they're little that one will make them cry it's, are you afraid like, i'm not afraid right? you know, making mean? them can uh admit to these things. i was watching uh bojack when he makes diane say i'm a sad sad girl who lives in a terrible dirty apartment <laughs> like, <laughs> like that that's what you want to coax out of these children it's like I want I want you to say to me that if I do this, I'm going to pee my pants, and everyone's going to see, and I'm going to have to walk around with pee in my pants. <laughs> say it, say it, say it, and I'll say let that, you walk away. And then we don't have, and then and then <laughs> and then we're done. <laughs> um, that's all we have in the rundown proper. Is there anything else you want to get to? Uh, we had, a, we had a brief one today. What do we have for time? Forty-five minutes, forty-six minutes. Okay, uh, you know it's the summer. We don't, we don't need to, we don't need to bore people to death with all this stuff. Yeah, stuff that missed the rundown. A lot of bees in San Diego. A good GPA in Texas. Uh, the Enterprise Rent a Car flag. Uh, uh, the, <laughs> the Enterprise Rent a Car flag is really funny. If 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 anyone's not seen, whoever sang the anthem last night, uh, uh, in during I, I guess at the NBA game. No, NBCSN. Uh, uh, so NBCSN. I think that was hockey. Oh, wow, that was for uh, during the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, the, uh, along with the flag of the United States, uh, Canada, uh, I believe 
There's a lot. There's a lot of flags up there. Flags of our military, of our men and women in uniform. Uh, what and, flag is that? And then um, is that like the Marine Corps flag? I, I actually don't know. It's, this flag's it's, yellow. It's, it's hard to tell what any of these flags are. Or that says L I C E. That might be a police flag. Lice. Um, it's an ice flag. And then somebody's holding the flag for Enterprise rent a car. Oh, these are cops. So that's probably a police uh, police flag. Could be any uh, different groups of police. I I don't know. Uh, anyway, ban the anthem uh, from sporting events. It's not important. Um, Especially as teams become more international, um, it's not really about whether or not the St. Louis Blues uh, home crowd wants to honor the police. They can do that on their own time. Um, you know, <laughs> honor it, the police in your own time. Their 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 best player is. It, it has to. Be, I, we've probably said this before too, but it has to be crazy if you're here to play hockey from the Czech Republic, and you're just like. You guys really love cops, huh? Like, I feel like every country does that, though. Well, America's not the only one saluting the troops and the, no, the police. No way. I mean, like, uh, in soccer, like, they do God Save the Queen and, like, have people from the military out on the field, like, at the FA Cup final. But, like, that's it. Um, you know, like, there's no... Um, well, this is a final as well. Oh, man, you're going to put me down on the side of defending the cop lovers like at their the the spanish military did not do a flyover of the champions league final in, well, in madrid I, okay so i think we're probably they the brought, only people doing flyovers they brought both teams out they take their pictures and they left you know what happened you know who the last person to sing uh before uh, the teams came out was imagine dragons <laughs> hell yeah the, <laughs> the way it should be there was no they did not have to have someone come out and do the anthem i i just don't think the people from other countries are um I think they expect it. And, like, they do the national anthem in their country. Maybe not, like, the national anthem and then the seventh inning stretch, uh, God Bless America with the flyover or the God. And then and then they have Memorial Day and then they have the Fourth of July, which just also turns into a troop worship holiday. And Yeah, I just, I, I don't. Uh, so I don't know. I, it, I do just think it's weird to be Vladimir Tarasenko and be there in St. Louis and you're just, what, like, okay, great. Just, like, I'm from Russia and from what I hear, these guys don't care much for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, fair. Your country spent uh, the better part of 50 years talking about how they were going to kill us all if it came to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll kill us both. <laughs> Take, taking us both down. So, I don't know. Um, the Enterprise around a car flag is very funny, though, and good for them for feeling like they should be part of that. Um, and you know what? It's it's just as much of a joke uh, as honoring the police, so we might as well honor Enterprise around a car um, in a way, uh, the troops are, or rather, the brands are the sixth branch of the military and um, should be respected as such. All right, this has been... Oh, R.I.P. Jose Antonio Reyes. Um, I don't know who that is. Arsenal Invincible. Uh, he was on the, 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 the... He was part of the undefeated 2014. He was part of the uh, 49 match unbeaten run, and he, uh, he died in a, in a car accident uh, on Saturday which is very sad. He was only 35. So, Jose Antonio Reyes um, scoring goals in heaven now. And uh, it's, I'm, not good at, I'm not good at tributes, but it is, it is terribly sad, especially from something that only happened, you know, uh, to be part of such a big thing that was only 15 years ago and to have any players, you know, from teams you like that are dying four years older than you uh, is, uh, 
you know, it's weird. Yeah, because usually, like they said it on the Ars cast today, it is uh, when you're, you know, when there are players from like I don't know some like 1965 title winning team, and you're just like, well, that's about right. You know, they were yeah. in their 80s, and when you're you, when you were alive to see that happen, you sort of, you know, there's there's been people die, slowly but surely, people all just start dying yeah. around you. I do wonder how you react to deaths of of uh, your friends when you're in your 70s. I'm sure it's still terribly sad, but at some point you're just like, well, yeah, inevitably. Just, yeah, that's a shame. It's like, oh, well. But, uh, I, yeah, I feel like every old person just like says their age and shrugs their shoulders, you know, to some extent. It's like, yeah, you know, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah, there's also the, the, the they also played the fantastic, uh, commentary uh the martin tyler commentary the stand up for the champions clip we'll throw we'll throw that on the end here uh martin tyler just absolutely screaming uh when reyes scores uh so here they come again it's reyes stand up for the champions and talk about the strikes that we've seen today put this one in alongside them goodness me if we'd have mentioned the word top draw right at the start, we wouldn't be stopping mentioning it. Right through it may be, but emphatic as ever. Uh, R.I.P. Jose Antonio Reyes. And um, uh, let's let's all, uh, you've got to be safe out there. In cars, outside of cars. All right, we're ending the show. We're ending it. <laughs> you want to talk about car accidents? God for a long damn time. it! Yeah, uh, car. You know, car. They're uh, number one killer. You know, some people they say if they want to ban smoking. Do you know how many people Dismal die tide. in car accidents? Do you know how many people die in car accidents? And they want to ban. They want to take away. They don't want my, the kids. This to, has been the dismal tide. Um, they say that the vape like pop follow us on Twitter, and yet people can get in cars. And you don't want me to have Check flavored, flavored e liquid? Wade jams. You want to take away um, SoundCloud? I can't smoke a mango jewel pod. This because, idiot does a blog or something on Medium. And, and, I'm buying and, a gun. And, and, we'll see you next week. This and, is and, never going to end. Those hombres would have taken the stash. I suppose so. Though they was leaving in a hurry. Oh, it's all the goddamn money, it dumped. Money and the drugs. It's just goddamn beyond everything. What's it mean? What's it leading to? You know, if you'd have told me 20 years ago, I'd see children walking the streets of our Texas towns with green hair, bones in their noses. I just flat out wouldn't have believed you. Signs and wonders. But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. It is not the one thing. Not the one thing.